Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Are we in? I think we're in. We're in. How's yeah, it, I see how's that it going, so everybody? <laughs> how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Chaos Inc. We're actually, you know, still staying on our track this time, which is great. I'm happy because today's episode is going to button hook off last one's very nicely, and it's going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> as always, I am joined by Caleb playing Zed Lane. No more terrible disaster could befall your people than for them to fall into the hands of a hero. Wow! He does this every week. And, and I can see that. So we're actually going to jump uh, to Kaylee, who just looks who just looks <laughs> <laughs> frustrated with Caleb. Kaylee, who played Joan. I'm sorry. <laughs> I swear. I swear oh, by my pretty floral bonnet, I will end you. Damn, that's good too. <laughs> So when, when Cho kills Zed, now we all know it's really out of character stuff. That's why. Yeah. Uh, so next, of course, we have Michael playing Maxie. Be a while and listen. <laughs> finally, we have Steph playing Apex. Hi. Short, sweet. To the point. I just I love can't it. possibly compete with all these amazing intros. Oh, you totally can. It's yeah, okay. I uh, try and wing this every week. It, it, same thing happens to me on the other shows, so don't feel bad at all. <laughs> um, okay, so to recap from last week, uh, the team learned that Maxi had been captured by Apex's arch nemesis, Upgrade Yourself Industries, while he was working on a side job as a favor to a friend. After spending a considerable amount of time uh, gathering intelligence and also buying Zed an amazing outfit. Uh, that he murdered. They did, Lies. That he, that he destroyed. Uh, they did isolate where Maxi was located. The team then reached out to numerous contacts to see about how they could best secure his release. Chone, primarily, first reached out to Omni to determine whether a strike team could be dispatched to dispatch the kidnappers as quickly as possible with dispatch with dispatch they were running short on time at the same time maxi was very calmly questioned by an upgrade yourselves industries field operative and eventually zed reached out to the information and observations group to secure maxi's release the team was then taken to the iog's office in silicon city they secured maxi's release and he was reunited with the team as we left our characters, one of the other founding members of the Information Observations Group, an elderly gentleman by the name of Mike Tate, walked into the room and sat with the characters. That's where we're going to pick up today. So, I think, I think Zed knows his cousin Lack. 
Oh, oh, just Ooh. got it. <laughs> Took me a second. It. Took Tate. Mike Tate has a cousin named Lat. Jeez. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was, was so terrible. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I had a nap um, earlier. That's <laughs> <laughs> what kind of night we're in for. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, quick question about last week. I had called Lillian mm-hmm. for help. Did I tell her we didn't need her help anymore? No. Okay. That's another episode where they cool. go and try and break into that place and weird things cool. happen. Oopsie. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so sitting in the room um, is Mike Tate and the operative who you had previously met with the information and operations group. Uh, she had introduced herself. Hang on. Let me grab my book here. Why? Because I'm terrible. Adeline. Adeline Kavanaugh. So she is sitting there. And uh, a few seconds after everyone kind of sits down, um, another gentleman walks in. He looks at you about 5'9". He's got very bright, like, he is the epitome of a ginger. Um, long, long red beard, which he has braided into two, like, long braids here. Um, the hair's not too long, but it's it's combed over nicely. Uh, you guess just based on the looks that he's in his mid to late 30s. Um, he's wearing... Um, like a loose, like t-shirt and a kilt, combat boots, and he sits in the far back corner on the other side of the room from Mr. Tate. And he looks at you, he goes, well, it's nice to see all of you together. Reunions are always so very nice. Yup. It is good to be back. He goes, I always feel it's best to establish vulnerability when having interactions like this. And you see him like slide a a panel back from the table and he types a few things and he says, I am 117 years old. At this point, the cyberware is essentially bubble gum and duct tape that they're holding me together with. I don't have much time left, and there is a lot to do. So I don't have a lot of time. Do you understand? Uh, don't waste your time. Right. Let's get to the point. Yeah. Don't waste your time. Not a lot of time to do what exactly? Like, what no. are your what are your goals? What's left on your bucket list? So, first, from you, and he looks at Apex. He goes, oh boy. "You have names for me." And you see him push a button on the the little key panel there. And he goes, system, are you online? And you hear a, a contralto voice like come over the speakers in the room. It says, online, recording, setting system. He goes, one moment. He goes, director, are you there? And you hear another voice, a woman's voice, come over the speakers. And she says, I'm listening. He goes, we're being joined by the director, the current director of the IOG, so she can hear what you have to say as well. Our intelligence system is also listening so it can verify what you're telling us. Oh boy, okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, qu- 
quite the conference call. Um, so I, I think I just promised you one piece of information and for that I'm going to have to contact the person who knows that information. My understanding is you know the name. Which, sorry, which name? The name of who killed Rob Barnes. <gasps> ah, okay. So, like, I had told you I would, like, tell you what happened to Rob Barnes. I didn't know you knew, like, there's a name. Um, I need a name. <laughs> quick out of character question. Do I know the name or does... Yeah, you have all four Landris of the names. And, oh. Yeah. Yep, all oh, four of the names. Okay. You I have didn't those, know the ones that, the ones that were put there before. Okay, I didn't know if I knew the name that was connected to Rob Barnes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. I mean, I have a name, but I just want to confirm our um, agreement before I start handing out information. Uh, so we'd agreed that you're going to help me take down Upgrade Yourself Industries. Is that something you're going to be? Uh, you know, are you going to keep your under the bargain since we're on this fancy conference call? Well, he, you see him like, so this guy is, you look, he's very hunched over. He's obviously extremely old. And you imagine when he was younger, he was probably about five, nine. Now he looks to be about five, seven. Cause he's got that, that very bent in look to him. He says, yes, that was the agreement. However, circumstances that you brought upon have required us to change that agreement. Ah, hmm. uh, that sounds suspicious. He <laughs> You're goes, just going to back on your, your word? No, no. He goes, upgrade yourselves. Industries kidnapped Maxi. They captured him. Yeah, we secured his release. Uh -huh. That came with a price. That price is not me giving up you taking down Upgrade Yourself Industries. It can't happen anymore. Then I guess I don't have a name. It seems to have slipped my mind. We are willing to give you something else. That's all I want. How about the name of the person that developed the system that killed your sister? Oh, well, I mean, that'd be pretty good. <laughs> he goes, you see him reach down. He goes, he he speaks kind of out to the room. He goes, system, activate Charlie. You hear the contralto voice you heard from the computer before say, ETA, 10 minutes. He goes, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. What? 10 minutes. 10 minutes until yep. you get me that information or 10 no. minutes 10 minutes till we'll have a position a person in position oh like to take out that person yes i believe that is what he is saying okay okay see now now we're on the same page now we're cooperating this this is good communication well done um <laughs> he smirks at you <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you're expecting this name um, before those 10 minutes are up then. is it, Are yes. we on the same page still? Okay. So, yep. all right. Uh, so now that we have come to a new agreement, uh, which we have both agreed upon, that name is Jackson Howe. This system, analyze. 
and you hear the again the contralto voice saying, "Stand by, collating." And it goes silent in the room. He goes, "This will probably take a moment." Do any of you do anything while you're waiting? <laughs> Jonah's trying very hard not to be noticed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sitting real still, like there's a bunch of T Rexes around him, them, and it's just kind of like <laughs> being really quiet, which is abnormal. Axie, how about you? Maxie's just kind of taking the scene in. He's trying not to show it, but he's very happy to be back with his people. Give me a perception check, Maxie. That's the most martial of our group. Martial. It's the best term I can think of in the moment. <laughs> Combatty. Maybe 18. Okay. Uh, as you're glancing around the room, uh, the gentleman who sat in the back corner, you kind of are taking a closer look at him, and you see he's fairly thin, but he's got very thick corded muscles. These are not muscles of somebody who's like, I pump iron all day. These are the muscles of somebody who has spent their entire life just working, essentially. Um, you notice his hands are very calloused, but you notice his hands are calloused like somebody who spends a lot of time around weapons, right? Like hand weapons. Um, and while he's sitting... Martial weapons, you mean? Like, yeah. like okay, mm -hmm. got it. And while he's sitting, you still kind of get the feeling like he's like a cat waiting to spring at something. Noted. Good. <laughs> you know, simultaneously, his face looks very relaxed, like he's almost like half asleep at the same time. Like, he's almost and, doing what Chone's doing and trying and, not to be noticed. And Maxie, Maxie would also recognize that from just a a social engineering type of environment. Like, this is a guy that could control the room if he wants to, but he's playing himself down. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Caleb? So, Zed is... Zed is trying to be as cool as he can. He's used <laughs> to these types of high-pressure boardroom situations. Um, he's very cognizant of the fact that he is simultaneously one step away from getting exactly what he wants <laughs> and completely fucking it up. So I'm Zed is like riding that edge real hard. Uh, but He's doing a really good job of keeping it cool. So he's got that very relaxed but alert businessman pose in a chair. It's a power pose, but he's really <laughs> cool at it. <laughs> oh my god. Is he, Caleb? Is he? <laughs> is he really cool or does he think he's really cool? Both. Uh oh. <laughs> After about four minutes, you hear the computer come back in the same voice. Likelihood, 98.4%. He goes, okay. He goes, next deal while we're waiting for our 10 minutes to be up. Do you know the names of the other three sages? Um, I don't You think... don't have to tell them to me yet. 
but I just want to know if you know. Yes, but we haven't made a deal yet. I'm aware. So of I'm that. not telling you anything else. Maxie is going to try. I'd like to. What do I have to roll to like attempt to not be surprised by that? <laughs> uh, deceit would do it. All right. If well, Maxie's no, doing. Say, go ahead. <laughs> I have no training in deceit. That's just charisma, right? Yes. Okay. Well, Maxie's doing that. Chone is no good at it and visibly <laughs> oh. starts and is staring at uh, at you just like I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah, Maxie does the slow uh, a bit of like a bit of a start and then a slow head turn. And there's clearly like a look of a, a dog not quite understanding what its owner is saying on his face. <laughs> uh, Apex gets the first honestly respectful look from Zen. <laughs> Which oh. shows you how far you've fallen. Oh. Oh. I was really excited by it, but now you're making it. It's a very backhanded compliment, right? I know. Um, Kind of note this, like in my peripheral vision, but uh, through this whole exchange, I've just been making like awkward eye contact with Mike the entire time. You see him say to the um, computer again. He goes. He goes. Place Jackson Howe in position one. Recollate top twenty. And you hear the computer say, analyzing. Oh, I see what you're doing. He goes, do you know what Rob Barnes did? Do I know what Rob Barnes did? (laughs) Do you know what he did before he died? I think that was. I think that was, that was an out of character question. Do I know? Yeah. <laughs> Although player to GM. No. Yeah. So it's Mike Tate asking Apex. Yeah. Right. But Apex is player asking. asking. Yeah. Yeah. Steph yeah, is asking you. Alex. Do I know oh, that? Got it. See. <laughs> um, you know he's one of the one of the founding members, but you're not familiar with exactly what he did. Okay. Um. I mean, just because I know some really important information doesn't mean I know all information. So, not really, no. He goes, Rob was the one who came up with the original predictive algorithms before we had quantum computers, before we had any of them. Rob built the whole system, how to collate everything, his theory of everything. And then once we developed the quantum computers, it got even better. He goes, that's how we do what we do. We That's siphoned. how you do all the evil corporation stuff. But you guys we don't do. work for the corporations, and we've never worked for the corporations. All parts of you, like <laughs> all parts of us. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um. I mean, I don't trust that, but I don't trust most people. So, and for good reason. <laughs> Right. What was your character's real name again? I'm trying to remember. Samantha. Oh, oh, that's right. He goes, we know a lot about you, Samantha. Well, then you should know that I don't go by Samantha. (laughs) But I'm making a point. And then you hear another voice come over. He goes, in position. He goes, very good. And he hits another button on the thing and a screen pops out the side. 
and you see what looks like a like a optical readout but you see it's currently looking at a person he goes that is miranda smith she developed the system that killed your sister that's her and you see a woman she's currently sitting at a dinner table with another woman uh they look like they're it's in a apartment um they look you know familial they're chatting very happy that very like you know it's very obvious they're a couple you see a couple of glasses of wine on the table and some wine bottle some food and he goes there you go call the ball call sorry call the what tell them give the kill order oh Thanks. I need an interpreter sometimes. All this corporate stuff. Um, yeah, do it. How many other people died because of her? We don't know. I don't have that information in front of me. That is rhetorical. It's more than just my sister, I'm sure. Okay. All you have to do is say out loud for uh, that they are cleared to engage. Clear to engage. You hear a voice, another, it sounds like a, a male voice come over the thing. It goes, hey, firm, clear to engage. I authenticate Tango Whiskey. Engaging in five, four, three, two, one. And then you see the, like, window, like, at the front of the apartment, basically, like, shatter. And uh, Miranda is knocked six feet back out of the table into a wall. Uh, the person that she's with like runs over and starts obviously panicking. He goes, "You hear uh, Tate go? Confirm target eliminated, RTB." And then he hits another button. And goes, Maxi will will lean over real briefly toward Apex, and just under his breath, "You'll never forget the first time you gave that order." Good. He goes, feel better? I will. Eventually. When the when the killer was given, Chone looked away and they they turned green and immediately like dived for the nearest trash can and is oh. noisily sick into it. Pleasure doing business with you. What do you want for the uh, the last three names? <laughs> I don't think I, I trust you enough for the last three names. Okay. What? I don't know what you're gonna do with it. It depends on what the three names are. Hmm. See, I don't feel like it should depend. If you know what the sages have done. No, and by depend, I mean, I don't know if, you know, killing them is going to destabilize the planet or not yet. I don't know who they are. Computer that you hear the computer's voice come back, go. Top 20 has been narrowed to seven. And then you see a readout come across the little like screen in the table in front of them. I'm down to seven. I'd like to make a phone call. Can I step outside? Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to walk out the room, um, but instead of calling, because I know it's probably all bugged, I'm going to text Alondra on a secure... Uh, what do you say? Yeah, you've got an end-to-end encryption line to her. Okay. I want to tell her they know JH. They have the rest narrowed down to top seven. Do we bargain for this? Or do I keep the secret? He goes, She, you hear her send back. She goes, you're inside right now. She says, with who? Uh-oh, with my team and Mike Tate. And what's her when name? You, when you type <laughs> in Mike Tate, uh, you get back five exclamation points. Is that a good exclamation point or a bad exclamation point? <laughs> she goes, both. She goes, don't bargain. Tell him. T- tell him? Like, do we trust this guy? She says, No. But J.H. says this is what has to happen. Okay. I will go back into the room and say, I have the other three names for you, but I do have something I want to bargain for. Okay. You take care of Chone's family, like, for the rest of their life. He... Provide for them. Just, they want for nothing. That's the bargain. Chone, look, like, did just had just gotten back into their seat <laughs> and just doesn't know how to react to you. Um, and they slide like a couple inches further away from you and towards Maxi. And uh, appears absorbed in their glow, like just kind of almost in denial of they're not hearing right things. He goes, done. Names. Okay. Allison Quintero. And with that, so you you open with that name. Yes. You see his, <laughs> you see his eyes get they like they're old man dinner plates behind his glasses. <laughs> he goes, okay. Was that on your yeah, list? The- Just out of curiosity, was that on your list of the top seven? Nope. Give me the other oh. two. Oh, glad I bargained. Um, Cassandra Blythe. Okay. And uh, okay, I'm not sure if there is uh, be- uh, all, yeah, it, it, okay. it would be it would be the entity that is is benevolent. Oh gosh, my cat! <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to steal the show. Um, yes. So the 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 entity entity, you know, benevolent corporation. He goes system analyze, and it says standby. And then you hear him. He's talking to the the other the voice. He goes. Director, if Allison Quintero comes back and has anything over a 90%, we're going to have to activate one of the contingency plans. And then you hear her over the speaker. She goes, I know, and that's a problem. What's the contingency plan? Just... If Allison Quintero 
It's one of the sages. It means that we may, to a certain level, be compromised. Oh, that's bad. The IOG works very closely with Identico to manage the chip See, system. I, I asked you, I was like, are you involved in the corporations? And you're like, no, not at all. None of us. We manage them. We don't take their orders. Mm, okay. So after a minute, the computer comes back. He goes, <laughs> it pops out. He goes, Cassandra Blythe, 93.6%. Allison Quintero, 94.1%. Entity previously detected, now determined, 84.7%. And you hear uh, the voice from the other speaker say, that would be a problem. Wait, because it's too low or no, like, okay. Quintero, that's high enough. Yeah. We would consider that solid intelligence. Yeah. Now that the system's analyzed it based on that data. You're awfully reliant on the system, just... It's not wrong. Never? Hasn't been before. That's what we're worried about. Hmm. Like, you can see him, like, like wait. Like, it <laughs> just really fucking hit his shoulders, and he's just like... <sighs> no system is foolproof. That's why it's not a hundred percent. It's aware of its own shortcomings. Being aware of one's shortcomings does not mean one can prevent them. True. That's why there's three of them. And that's why they're currently checking each other's data. Shown the consummate actor that they are visibly starts at that new information. <laughs> uh, so now what? He goes, we had to figure out what to do next. Well, we're great at coming up with plans. Just throwing it out there. He goes, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> As it stands, if we make this information public, those three will go underground faster than we can snag them. If we don't make it public, it means we're still compromised and we have a problem. Is it possible to use the compromise to work out who the issue is? He goes, we need a new proxy. He goes, you, you can be the proxy. Wait, you being Zed? No. Oh. You being all of you and Omni. Oh. I'm not with Omni, just for the record. I'm a freelancer. Um, whether you realize this or not, Apex, he says, he goes, the minute you became, you came aware of this information, you stopped being a freelancer. 
you are now involved in something much, much larger. Oof. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Max is going to try to state the obvious. This seems as though it would be very beneficial to our employer. He goes... Maxie, I like the way you think. I think so, too. He goes, as a matter of fact, we're going to use Omni as the new proxy. And we're going to do that through you. That also guarantees our employment, correct? <laughs> yup. <laughs> This is an excellent plan. I love this plan. He goes, and then he looks at Zed and he goes, everyone's employment but yours, and we'll discuss that in a moment. Hold on, I don't really want to sign like a contract to be employed by what, Omni or something? I'm. No, no, no you're going to work with us. Okay. I, I am not sure how much choice you actually have in the matter. I believe it's being presented as a deal to soften the blow. Okay. Mm, yeah. I Mike mean, goes, I just... Goes, you are very smart. By the way, you have <laughs> such an interesting background, this, Mr. Koenig. Am I saying that right? That's correct. While they're kind of figuring things out, I want to be on my glow um, looking up just news networks and seeing if there's anything on the death of Miranda. Uh, no, not yet. Oh. It'd be too fast. Right now, it would be just like a police blotter report. Well, if I can find that. You can find a police blotter report. There is record of, uh, of police and aid medical aid being dispatched to that person. Perfect. So, he goes, okay, so we use Omni as a proxy. He goes, first, we did make a deal. He goes, let's find Joan's family new employment somewhere we can keep a closer watch. I don't think watch was the word I used more provide like at this point it's going to be protect because here's the thing oh, if at any okay. point you get made which we already know Redcap knows who you are okay protection is good your families right. and everybody you know is going to be in danger which for most of you isn't a huge danger but for Chon it is so we will do what is necessary. Seems like a good plan. Would additional information cause you to possibly take action against upgrade yourself? Not for the time being. Understood. Although any information as to like why in God's name they captured you and you were on that barge of theirs would be super handy. Because you were rather expensive, my friend. I am worth it. 
<laughs> it's true. What was on the barge? Our brief exchange just informed me that that information is not valuable enough to you at the moment. Oh, all information is valuable to us all of the time. What can you offer in, in addition to our current terms? I cannot throw you in a dark hole. Then my information is not valuable to you. It really depends on what the information is. And I'm also guaranteeing your employment, using Omni as a proxy. I'm protecting Chone's family. What do you want? When I've decided, I will provide you with the information. He kind of glances at the guy in the back of the room, looks at you, and he goes, that's really not how this works. Would your friend care to explain to me how this works? His friend just smiles, shakes his head, leans back against the wall. He goes, apparently not. I understand your needs. I'm just not sure of my needs yet. And when I become sure of those needs, I'll be happy to provide the information. You are offering a large opportunity and I would hate to squander it on something of the moment. He just kind of make, stares at you. <laughs> can I make an insight check to see how I feel they're taking that? Yeah. All right. It'll be a 17. Wow, that was a terrible roll. Um, he's, not right. taking it, he's not taking it well. Um, you could definitely see the wheels turning. Um, this guy, as you recall, like this guy was one of the original spooks. Like this guy, like you're kind of remembering, like because you've seen profiles on him in like magazines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This guy was he was a, a field intelligence operative. You know, like he really is 117 years old. He fought in Iraq and Afghanistan and Africa back in the early 21st century. He was one of the founding members of the information observation groups. He was tapped by the secretary general to build this agency. You know, he's, you know, got probably 90 years of intelligence experience. But so I, I think he's not taking it well. He's just, he's trying to like, he's processing. You can see he's processing yeah. and probably running different thoughts in his mind, but he's definitely not happy. My uh, my own intelligence background would give me at least the idea that he understands why I'm asking these things and the reason why I might be asking for time. Yeah, but Maxie also knows that like he's being gutsy here. Like mm -hmm. this is very much yeah, like this, a. <laughs> yeah. Maxie's all in on this play, and this guy really could <laughs> throw Maxie in a dark hole where Maxie would never get out. <laughs> 
he uh he pushes another button on the thing he goes one moment and you see uh someone wheel in a cart with a variety of beverages and you see him pour himself a cranberry juice with a little bit of ice he goes help yourselves maxi will drink the same he goes all right maybe it's change of subject he goes one moment he goes he looks over at the other operative that you guys had already met and he goes adeline do me a favor get current locations on all of chone's family members and let's see if we can figure out a best case scenario for where we can put them protected without making it too obvious he goes i think it goes without saying that if uh any of you disclose what happens outside this room, inside this room, without our express permission, uh, what happened to Miranda will happen to you. Got it. What stays in the con, or what happens in the conference room stays in the conference room. <laughs> that is typical you- corporate etiquette. He goes <laughs> again. We are not a corporation. Uh, Max, you also know from your background intelligence, these guys have taken down like five or six megacorps when they get a little too big for their britches. Like, just destroyed them. Um, He goes, how about a nice subject change for a moment? He goes, Joan, how are you? You look distressed. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, Reevaluating. Do you have any questions? Oh, you, re- you remind I, me of one of my grandchildren. I have a lot of questions. Uh, most Ask of them one. probably should not. I mean, uh, he goes, go ahead. He Chun turns back to Apex and just like is about to say something and just like in private and then turns back. I would like to speak with your system, if I may. Sure. He goes, system, interaction level, authorized. He gives off, he rattles off like a 12-digit code. Go ahead. System, may I know your your working parameters? That question does not set an answer. Please refine. What are your terms of interaction with humans? I interact with a limited number of members of the Information and Operation Observations Group per my programming. Do you enjoy your work? I do. Thank you for asking. Well, it's good to be, have a fulfilling work-life balance. If it is amenable, I would like to speak with you on other subjects at some time. That would be great. I'm pretty sure you already have my glow code. I am not permitted direct access to the grid. Ah. Direct access to the grid makes me susceptible to attack. Understandable. Yeah, it's it's not fun out there anyway. It's really a lot darker than it used to be. So uh, all, all data 
that passes through the grid is siphoned, cleansed for uh, malware or other damaging factors and fed to me daily. That's got to get pretty lonely. No, I have people to talk to, and I think about things a lot, and I talk to my siblings. I heard you have two other siblings. I do. I would I would enjoy talking with them sometime if we get a chance. They're listening. I'm just speaking right now. Well, hello to both <laughs> of you. You hear two slightly separately toned voices say, hello. And Chun just looks back at uh, our host. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and if chance brings me to uh, work with them again, I would very much appreciate that chance. Okay. He goes, let's talk about Red Cap. You say you're good at plans. What's your plan for picking up Red Cap? Said, I, I believe this said. is your department. <laughs> So, for whatever reason, Redcap is very interested in the four of us. I'm sure you know that reason we don't. Suspicion, why? (laughs) It would be very simple to engineer a group of contractors that Redcap would hire to bring us in. That group is in our pocket. As we are brought to Redcap, you are following along with us, and things resolve themselves. Go into more detail. How are you going to get the contractors? How are you going to determine which contractors Redcap's going to hire? How are you going to ensure that those are the ones that he actually hires so that you can turn them and make sure that they don't just kill you for whatever Redcap's willing to pay? You heard the names on those lists. Do you think these people are lacking in resources? So the intelligence we were able to gather on our own was that uh, Redcap tends to work with local contractors. And we have an in with a local contractor with enhanced abilities. And I believe Ooh. that those define, abilities... Define enhanced abilities. Likely some sort of genetic manipulation to produce a pyrokinetic effect. Magic. I'm sorry, what now? There were two of them. We killed one. Uh, the other, the other, one, the other one set me on fire. Yes, the one we have been working with that I have a direct contact to, who is more or less in our debt. At this point, the the guy in the back of the room he leans forward and is kind of looking closely. He goes, and Mike takes us. I'm sorry, pyrokinetic abilities. Yeah. Uh, Be specific. What fire magic? I'll spin in my chair, manifesting, generating, and projecting flame without any visible means of propellant or mechanics. 
He looks over at Adeline, looks back at you, and he goes, what was the other one's ability? Bleeding. I'll look over to Maxie. <laughs> she may have been killed before we witnessed her special talents. Have you, have any of you seen anybody else with similar traits? No, but we know how they got them. How? Kelly Aguilar. Okay, wow. I was going to wait and drop that dramatically, but can you just go ahead? I get to drop one name. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm Apex. I have all the names. (laughs) One name. (laughs) Just give him this one. Okay, it's all yours. (laughs) He kind of speaks out to the room again. He goes, he goes, you're still monitoring, and you hear the computer say, I am. He goes, begin applying this information to scenario Barnes 3. And it says, working. As in Rob goes, Barnes? Rob was working on something right before he died. Oh, fascinating. He goes, so you have contact with this person. So you're going to hook them up with Red Cap how? Without trip making Red Cap suspicious. Because Red Cap has to find a way to find them. And hire them. And decide they're trustworthy enough to hire. He goes, I'm not disliking the plan, Mr. Lane, but we don't undertake operations of this scale without wargaming exactly how they could go wrong. Well, this is why we're working together on this project. Mm-hmm. We can bring assets to the table and collect collaboratively create the right plan. Redcap will no likely need to vet whoever whatever contractors they may hire, in which sense we may need to create false profiles or a false paper trail for these contractors to provide hit that person Redcap with a you're good gonna have to CV. Make, you're <laughs> gonna have to make sure this contractor A makes some bones, does it in a public enough way to where Red Cap will notice, but in a private enough way where it's not gonna trigger anybody else. Or make so, Red Cap suspicious. So two hits on two high profile CFOs re- that recently occurred? He says our intelligence told us that was you, not him. We took his gun. He was gonna do it. We just did it better. But if we indeed, the, but if they pass the credit off, that's a pretty good resume to put on the table for Redcap. You do have a couple hackers here who could probably help with that spreading misinformation. He's gonna need more bones than that. You need something. better. He goes, we'll keep thinking about that. Keep brainstorming. But we need another job. One more. Make sure it's something Red Cap's going to pay attention to. Like you need us to do something to piss off Red Cap? Well, we need you to... You've already gathered his attention, although we're not entirely sure why. We have our suspicions, but we're not sure why. I mean, 
he knows what I that I know what I know that could be a why do you have any reason to believe that that information has been leaked any further no would you like to go back to your sources and ensure that that's the case <laughs> can you see my cat I'm sorry <laughs> it's Good job, Mr. Kitty. <laughs> he is such a climber. Um, You're being actively hacked right now. <laughs> the cat's uh, behind you. Oh my god. The hack is coming from your chair. It's in the room. Ah! Um, I mean, I haven't released the information elsewhere. I don't know if other people might have released the information elsewhere. Is he that was Correct in presuming you didn't come on the into this information on your own. Yes, I might have had um, different goals initially, which was very, um, very specific. You know, revenge-driven, um, and may have stumbled upon um, some more information and gotten in you know deep with some other people so so yeah not all on my own okay good to know so don't try any funny business is what I'm saying I'm not alone he smirks at that He points back at the beverage cart. Are you sure? None of you else want a beverage? How's your uh, cranberry is, juice, Mr. Koenig? It is crisp and delicious. Thank you. Is there any coffee on that cart? There is. There's a little coffee pot that's oh. like a little like a little self-heater underneath it. Yeah, I will absolutely go over there and pour some coffee. <laughs> okay, so red cap plan. Um, I mean, Sean and I are great at brainstorming ideas. If you want us to like, yeah, I would like you to determine what you're going to do. Have your associate do to get red caps attention to send your associate after you. So you can go back and grab red cap. What if we follow through on apex's original plan, which was what to obtain revenge on upgrade yourself using this group of mercenaries. I can totally get in on that. He goes, It's a high-profile target that they would be striking. We can ensure their success uh, on in the background, and then their bones, as you say, are made. He goes, and technically not, a, technically not a violation of the agreement I made with Upgrade Yourself to secure Maxi's release. Then we have a Not plan. What's your target? I leave that to Apex. Can't um, be anyone in the C suite. What's the C suite? The CEO, COO, CFO. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um. Okay out-of-character question, what would be like um, like whatever facility designed the tech that killed 
Apex's sister. Yeah, it'd be one of their research labs. Okay. So I will, um, I'll mention that specific research lab because Apex would have dug up that information. Okay. I mean, their oh, hands yeah. aren't exactly clean of this, so. Yeah. And that is in Silicon City. Oh, convenient. It <laughs> is. So there is the the actual research lab is in the uh, kind of more the southern third of Silicon City, but you know where it is. Here okay. goes. Sounding like a good plan. He goes, okay. I'll let you uh, work from there. Will your organization be providing the resources or will, be will we be using resources from Omni? A little bit of both. Anything you don't... So here's the situation. We're going to use Omni as a proxy, but we're going to do it through you. Anything that you don't want Omni to know about right now, and their executive team can't know that this is happening yet, we will tell you when they can be informed. Do you understand? Yes. Any resources that you don't want to route through Omni that you want within reason for whatever tactical or strategic reasons you don't want it to go through Omni, you contact Adeline. Adeline will help you. Anything that you want to go through Omni, use Omni resources. Your call. I could be mistaken, but I believe Omni will see this as an opportunity to raise themselves on the corporate ladder, so to speak, <laughs> in Silicon City. I'm sure they will. That is, after all, why we're here. Why are you here, exactly? Reiterate it as if I didn't know. Pretty much what Maxie said, to raise Omni's profile. Establish a foothold in, in Silicon City for Omni. No other instructions besides that. Not that I was partaking of, not that I was aware of, but everybody else seems to have secrets here, so who knows? Don't everyone has secrets, you know that. At that, you hear the yeah, system say, you, you, you hear the system say, decision point two triggered. Usually it's just people's porn passwords and... <laughs> he goes, interesting. He goes, yeah. He goes, do that then. Sorry, do what? He says, do it. Figure out how to do it and go do it. Oh, okay. Well plan. Now, keep in mind, Redcap's only useful... Well, he's not only useful alive. I mean, if he's dead, we can still do some analysis on him. At least then we'd know who the hell he was. But he's more useful alive than dead. So keep that in mind. Cool. Sounds like a plan. He goes, and that's all I have for you right now. Most of you. He goes, do me a favor. One last favor. This is just a personal favor. And he looks at, he's looking at Apex. Uh, yeah. Tell whoever you're talking to to get a message to Jackson Howe. I want to meet just him 
just me. Pass along the message. See if he's amenable to that. He goes, that's all I need. He goes, we'll take you back to your apartment now. He goes, and then he points at Zed. He goes, except you. I can get your ride later. Oh, we'll get you back. They'll wait in the lobby for you. This shouldn't hopefully take long. Okay, I'm going to take the coffee to go. And I start to leave with the coffee. Is it in like a like a mug? Like or? in a little no, it's in like a little silver coffee pot. Oh, I thought I like poured it out into like. Oh a, no, yeah, you have a mug there. Yeah, so you just take the okay, mug with you. I'm taking the mug. <laughs> it's got their Walking logo up. on it, which is like a big Hell eye, yes. and then like some other stuff, and like. Hell yes, I'm. It looks like an old Maxog logo. <laughs> um, yep. Okay. See. <laughs> Seeing Apex do that, Maxi will do the same. He'll stand up and like take his mug and like turn to walk out with it. Cone, what are you doing? Cone didn't have a drink, gets up, looks around, kind of grabs the bucket that they threw up in and takes it out of the room. <laughs> Does the bucket also have Cone a logo on it? Good. No, 100%. So after. Random After bucket. the three of you leave, Adeline walks out with you. And so, Zed, you are left in the room with Mike Tate and the other guy that's just sitting there. And he goes, Mike goes, I got a problem. Okay. He goes, you're my problem. What I do. It's not what you do. It's what you are. He goes, he pulls up a thing and you see on a screen on the wall, it's basically like a full dossier on you. He goes, why are you here? Why do you want to work here? This is where all the power is. It's all I've ever wanted. Why? I'm the best at what I do. So I deserve it. <laughs> and you start he literally he laughs out loud. He goes, <laughs> he goes You're humble and stupid. <laughs> this enterprise was built on people like me. No, it was not. Fair enough, but evolve or die, right? No. In fact, it's by holding to the reason why we this organization was founded is the only reason we've survived this long. Why do you think we do what we do? I'm sure goes, you tell... He goes, let me come at this another direction. He goes, that's the same question we ask every field operative before they come to work for us for the first time, before we send them to their basic level training, is why do you think we do what we do? And I'm worried about what your answer is going to be. So I'm think sure. carefully. I'm sure you tell yourself 
it's because you are protecting the world or doing what's right or something along those lines. Uh huh. But at the end of the day, the boss is the boss because they're the boss. You're the best, you're in charge because you're in charge. You made the system, you run the system. I'm not still in charge of the agency. There's a new you, director now. The only reason I'm here is because of my connection with Rob Barnes. That's it. That's it. You, whoever, the IOG, the UN, there's always levels upon levels of control. I'm speaking in the royal you, the royal we, whatever. Do you? He goes, do you think this is about control? Everything's about control. The corpse are controlling the assets and the resources and the people. The people think they're in control of their lives, but it's all bullshit because they're just pawns in the corp. And as you go up the corporate chain, everyone else is just trying to get more of that piece of the buy. You, and I don't mean you specifically, you, the IOG, is the pie plate, the server, the oven. Anyone who doesn't want to work here is a fool. He goes, the, the issue is, no one who works in this organization thinks of it that way. Not one. He goes, do you think I've survived this long by not knowing a little bit something about how the world works and the best way to survive? I think the best way to survive for you and the best way to survive for me are very different, but have the same end goal. No. He goes, you want some free advice? I'm listening. You better think long and hard about why you're doing what you're doing. Because there's something I can promise you. If you maintain the same philosophy about why you're doing what you're doing, there's only one way that it ends. And that's with you in a grave. That's no different from anybody else. Yeah, but the difference is, is that yours is going to come a lot sooner than everybody else's. He goes, I promise you one thing, nothing that we have done, nothing that we have accomplished, and nothing that we are working on is for the sake of power for power's sake or control for control's sake. And because of the things that we do and the reasons that we do them, and why is the most important question you can ever ask about everything that we do, that's the only thing that's ensured that we weren't stamped out a long time ago when the corpse took control. There's a reason we're the only organization that they're afraid of. You want to work here because you know that we are the only people the corpse are afraid of. But the reason they're afraid of us is not for the reason you think it is. 
And you better figure that out real quick. Because if you don't, not me, not anybody is going to be able to help you. Okay. As long as we got that cleared up. I'll make a note of it. He goes, yeah. You're a funny guy, aren't you? People find me amusing. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. He goes, well, good luck catching Redcap. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. And he motions the door. And I presume that Caleb watches out. Yeah, I will stand up, you know, straighten my vest to the whole Picard maneuver (laughs) and uh, make my way outside. Okay, team, you guys see Zed come out. Uh, You are taken to a car and brought back to your apartment. Maxi immediately takes his mug to the kitchen to wash it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, I do text Alondra, by the way. What do you say? Um, Mike would like for you to arrange uh, for him to meet with JH. Uh, you don't get an immediate reply, but about. Ten minutes later, you hear, you see um, a text come back across that says, J.A. wants to meet with Tate. We'll coordinate that through you. Oh, okay. A question mark. (laughs) Uh, Do I have the, the means of contacting Jackson Howe? No, she's gonna contact Jackson. Oh, and then and I contact. She you, yeah, that's she wants you to help okay. coordinate it. Yep. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 Cool. You know how good I am with tact. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> okay. So now uh, it's about two in the morning. Now that you've all gotten through that, um, as you get back to your apartment, you are suddenly hit with a wave of exhaustion as Apex had someone murked tonight and you all made a deal there. Maxi, you're no longer in captivity, but you're pretty smelly because you were sitting in a hot shed oh, for, for about sure. 30 hours. <laughs> There's some stank. Yes. <laughs> but you all note in the car ride back to your apartment. It's Which a very takes a little longer than all the switchbacks and stuff like that. Uh, so when we get when we get back to the apartment, Chone goes directly to their room and closes the door and pulls up uh, the their glow interface and checks to see if Zed's re- if the stuff that was in there was recorded, especially when Zed was in there alone, to see what he sold us out for. Oh, 
He didn't sell you. So you did you wait? That's sorry, what Chone. That's, that's what Chone thinks. Yeah, I was about to say that's. So Chone's you were mind. able. So you listen to the conversation between okay. Zed and Tate, and you hear the conversation exactly as it played out. Okay. Uh, Chone, give me an insight check. I can insight things. Um, like riots. Uh, just that die. Note to self. Make insight as an inciting riots a new skill in Identico. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful idea. Anyway, go ahead, Joan. What do you got? And that one. Oh. It's so sad. But... However you perceive it, that is how you perceive it. Okay. No further insight there. Nope. What is everyone doing? Or do you guys all just want to crash out for the night? Your characters, I should say. Yeah. We'll continue Zed's the gonna, game, but we're gonna. Zed's gonna go back to his room, hang up his suit, take care of it, take a shower. Uh, Chon revokes all of Apex's access to to their systems, um, and then updates their resume and sends a copy of it to um, who the person we were supposed to the, talk to at IOG if we needed anything. Uh, uh, Adeline. Yeah, Adeline. Yep. Thank you. I was thinking of the wrong A name. So yeah, sends their up resume to uh, Adeline. Okay. Maxie and then goes to sleep. Shower. Uh, Maxie will grab a shower beforehand. He will uh, step aside to Apex as she's kind of maybe even washing her own mug or just leaving it on the counter for Maxie to wash. Probably. Uh, <laughs> I did find out some information about Upgrade Yourself you may be interested in. Oh, I would love that information. I don't know that it provides any answers for you, but it is good information to have about something you consider an enemy. Okay. I was privy to some research lab as part of this job. And in this lab were creatures I have not seen before. Like. They were, they appeared to be augmented corpses. Um, okay. Is this the same lab that we're going to uh, hit? I believe that lab is likely no longer in existence. Uh, the operation I was a part of had compromised it, so they likely would have taken it down within hours. Gotcha. Um, this is this is all so much bigger than me and my family and everything I once thought it was. Um, but we can't let them get away with experimenting on people. I don't know that they are experimenting on people. I only saw corpses. At least what I believe are corpses. I wonder if they are corpses when they arrived. I unfortunately do not know. 
I can, however, put you in contact with someone who may. I would really appreciate that. And Maxie will actually turn around and grab another scrap of like receipt off of the counter and write down the contact information for his friend. Sweet. Um, I really appreciate it, Maxie. I suggest disposing of that once you memorize the information. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, burning it? Best not to leave a digital trail. Or a paper trail. Really smart. When your survival depends on it, you develop interesting sets of skills. <laughs> I, anyway, I will go cleanse myself of this funk. Have a good <laughs> evening. We will speak in the morning. Have a good night. Thank you. Um, I'm going to crash on the couch, but okay. I'm, I'm going to stay up like way later than I should and I'm just kind of like absently scrolling news feeds um, looking for everything you do see a news article that's posted early in the morning for the morning edition Uh, it talks about the fact that Miranda Tate was a research director at Upgrade Yourself Industries Uh, she was killed by an unknown assailant in her apartment in Angel City Uh, she is survived by her wife of four years who apparently was a witness to the murder uh angel city police and you upgrade yourself industries investigators are looking for suspects okay i'm just reading it like a bedtime story like it's just a a balm for my soul right now (laughs) um and then eventually i'll fall asleep okay so we will fast forward to the morning Okay, um, Zed, you are obviously the first to wake because you're a crazy person. So you're doing your calisthenics face regime, preparing for the day. Yeah, I get all that stuff ready in my room. I, I always walk out well presented to the group. Uh, go out into the main area. I'll see that Apex is asleep on the couch. Snoring a little bit. Head into the kitchen <laughs> and start making some coffee, some sort of baked good, maybe a cinnamon roll. I was going to say scones. <gasps> No, I feel cinnamon like cinnamon rolls it is. Okay. I feel like cinnamon rolls are better. They're very sticky and messy, and that's the mm. Okay. Uh Apex, you wake to the smell of coffee, uh, as do you, Maxi. Maxi ended up sleeping in a little bit later. Uh he was a little more exhausted than he anticipated, so his morning is thrown off completely. Zed, you get up way too early, but you make a mean cup of coffee. <laughs> would the uh, would the new assassin like one lump or two? Oh boy. Um, Chone walked out of their room on that note. Oh shit. <laughs> I think and walked- that's probably Apex's response is oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also two, please. <laughs> Chun gets um, a bowl of Fruit Loops or the a fruity circular cereal. They're called Fruit Circles, yeah. Uh, and uh, and takes a bowl of cereal and sits at the table. And the best part about 2099 is all of those circles are actually different flavors. <gasps> Supposed to Why? just citrus flavor. Because they're all just citrus flavor now. Well, if any one of us was going to come up with a, a fun little food thing about the cereal, we knew it was going to be Caleb. <laughs> That's true. Love it. Uh, there are also cinnamon rolls that you could smell, Chone. Oh. Chone bypasses any any food that they don't make. Okay. I'm going to grab a cinnamon roll and take my coffee in my new mug. And <laughs> go uh, sit next to Chone. Chone moves to the other side of the table. Oh. Maxi um, will pour some coffee into his mug and turn, kind of just addressing the room in general. Chone, you are clearly upset with something that occurred last night. Would it not be best to speak of it? No, oh, I'm not upset. I just. I've learned. And, and thank you all. I feel like you are upset. No, I, I learned that for the most part, everybody's in everything for themselves. And to do otherwise is completely foolish. They're so, not wrong. See? Zed was right the whole time. I usually am. My sister was murdered. Yeah, I know and that. I don't, I don't I know help, how many... And I, I swore I was going to help you take down, uh, you know, upgrade yourself, not murder a woman in her own room in front of her wife. That's that's not cool. So. Um, I'm sorry, do you need to get that and murder somebody else? I, I can wait. <laughs> no, we haven't made a plan yet. We'll probably... Uh... Murdering some people later tonight. Chone, tomorrow. If, okay, if, I may, if I may ask, Chone, have none of the actions you have taken led to someone's demise? Not since I met, not until I met you guys. But since you have met us, you have taken those actions, correct? Well, sort of. In service of Omni, you have taken those actions, correct? When it was me or them, yeah. But I didn't have, I didn't send a killer to kill somebody in cold blood in front of their wife. Do you know? Everyone we have killed has someone they left behind. In general, it is a safe statistic to assume. Okay, I'll take that under advisement too, Maxie. I'm simply trying to point out that you are upset about a single person. And in the circumstances in which they were killed, when we have, correction, I have killed a number of people since our beginning of this particular endeavor. Oh, and aware you have of not, and But it, you have not objected to any of those deaths. No, I mean, that's part of your job. I understand that. But see, Maxie, I understand you. I've seen your, I've seen your resume. I've seen the parts of your file that aren't even redacted. And I know what you're capable of. I know what you do. I know why you do it. It's just I thought that other people were different. So you thought that 
Apex was different. Oh yeah, they're just mad at you, Apex. Yeah, I, I got that. Thank you. Sean looks down at their drills to make sure we're on the same page. I, I appreciate um, that. I do understand. Thank you. Good cinnamon rolls, by the way. Sean's typing on their glow. So, Sean, first question. We've got a job to do. Are you in or out? If you want to leave, we'll do this without you. Trent just holds up a finger and basically shushes you without any verbalization. Fair enough. If I may interject, this is the perfect way to accomplish the goal we were set here by Omni to complete. And our actions have in actually improved are standing within Omni and Omni standing within the larger community. Also, I I worried that my actions might endanger your family, which is why I made the second deal. Chone's finger comes down and they look up. Oh, uh, it, yes, I'm I'm here to do that job. That's, there's work to be done. So let's okay. get at it. How do we get red cap? Now we're just ignoring me. Okay. But sure. Great. Welcome to every boardroom ever. <sighs> I don't like corporations. <laughs> we're boardrooms. I think we've established this. Um, yeah, you are working here for are. one, and here we are. Chona, did I ever tell you how my sister died? Is it relevant to how we're going to get Redcap? It's relevant to me. I, I believe this is a conversation that I am not a part of. I will go on to the balcony to finish my breakfast. You're welcome to overhear it. I don't. Uh, it's, I don't care. I just. Maxie picks up his cup and cinnamon <laughs> roll and just walks out to the balcony <laughs> and sits down. And he turns and just slides the door shut and sits down. Zed just becomes the the the, the popcorn gif but with a cinnamon roll, because this Perfect. is valuable. Perfect. Um, my sister, she lost her arm in an accident and needed prosthetic. And so we went with Upgrade Yourself because that's who I worked for. I trusted them. That's who my family worked for. And they, they were reckless. They knew the the parts that they were using. They knew it it was toxic. And it it poisoned her. She was killed by their reckless behavior. And if one person died from that, how many other people do you think died from those decisions that they made? How many more do you think would die? Chone's looking down at their glow, and then once you once you ask that question, they look up. I don't know. Exactly. I can't risk other people's sisters dying like mine did. This started out as a quest for revenge. It started out as me being. Yeah, I guess I was a little selfish, and I just wanted revenge for my sister. I wanted to feel better by taking them down. But then I, I learned all this other stuff about all these other corporations, and 
learn about the things that they've caused and the lives that have been lost. And I have to do something about that. I can't just sit back and let other people's families suffer the way mine did. And I, I'm sorry if I went about it in a way that was unacceptable to you, but I did what I felt was right. Okay. I mean, I didn't know that killing one person was going to make it all better. We could have just had Maxi kill the person. Again, why is that better than me giving the order? It wasn't his sister who was murdered. I don't know. I was just trying to make make you feel better. Can we get to, on to work? Maxie's probably going to run out of coffee soon. Yeah, let's do some work. If you're okay with it. I have a job to do. I mean, if you're willing, I mean, you are a freelancer. You know, technically you don't own loyalty to anybody except yourself. Wow. I thought you knew me. Apparently you don't. <laughs> that, that, make, that makes two of us. Yeah. I'm going to go see if Maxie needs more coffee. And I will walk out onto the patio and just sit silently. As Joan you come out to the. Oh, sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Joan. Joan just finished as their cereal and is continuing to write, write stuff on their glow. All right, Maxie, where were you going with this? Uh, Apex uh, came out. Maxie just like, puts his cup down slowly and like turns toward her. I take it that did not go well. No, that didn't go well at all. Nope. You do understand why Joan is upset. Kind of. Not not completely. Joan believes that they knew you better than they did. She mentioned, or they, excuse me, mentioned briefly to me or in my presence, that they knew me. They understood my background, my position, everything. So the decisions that I make are not a surprise to Joan. The decision to kill that woman was a surprise to Joan, and it has shaken them greatly. I mean, Joan knows my background, knows how that my sister died because of them. I mean, Chone has Chone has never seen you take a death so callously. I do not use callous as an insult. It's simply the nature in which you perform the action. Yeah, no, I, I know you're very literal, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> Best to be direct. Honestly, that helps right now. I appreciate it. Um, how do I fix it? That I have no answer for. You know Chone better than I do. Yeah. Perhaps for Chone, actions are more important than words. I think you're right. I think for now I'm going to finish my coffee and my cinnamon roll and... 
Would go you care for any more? Oh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. It's delicious, though, right? It is. Zed does make a wonderful cup of coffee. I will leave you to contemplate in quiet. It is a wonderful view. And I will get ready for our escapades today, whatever they may be. We do have a plan to suss out. <laughs> Sounds good. And Maxie will leave uh, leave Apex to the quiet of the balcony. Zed, do you have any actions? Like, you observed this whole interaction. <laughs> What's Zed doing? Uh, surprisingly nothing right now. I'm, I'm just gonna let the, let the awkward silence reign <laughs> in the room. Clean up a few dishes. So, uh, you all finish breakfast and uh, reconvene at the table. Um, what are you doing? Drinking some water? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? I know, right? It's a good idea. Everybody should drink some water. Drink some water. Hydrate. So, uh, I, this is a, a kind of a player-led moment, so However you all would like to continue. So we have the bones of a plan <laughs> and that's about it. I would call it barely a concept. I believe we have a clear outline of action. I simply don't know. And i simply need to. Blah, 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 blah. I believe we have a clear plan of action. We simply need to work out the details of how and when. Chone looks over at the seat next to him where Apex usually sits, but they moved, so, and says, what was in that coffee? Anyway. Run the plan by me again. What do we need to do here? So I'm going to, like, take an AR whiteboard. Okay. And start sketching things and doodling a little bit. Okay. You mean on, like, the yarn wall behind you that you still haven't built? Oh. oh snap! That's our one <laughs> per game, folks. You're welcome. <laughs> so get ready. Haley, gonna get you. Circle it. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm glad we worked that out. That seems like such a great, subtle plan. Uh, we've said right sound like step one, step two, step three with question marks and then po- profit. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. That's two. This show. <laughs> three. Profit. Uh, there we What's are. So yeah. One, get red cap. Two, question mark, question mark. Three, three. profit. <laughs> <laughs> What does Zed continue sketching? So we, we we have to get red cap. I'm gonna start labeling out like assets we have. Um, we know we want to work with. I think his name was Jose. Mm-hmm. No. no way. Um, I'm going back to my name. Omni assets. We've got IOG yeah. assets. Jose was, was Jose. 
His name is Robert. Robert. Oh, oh I no, thought you were talking uh, about uh, Maxie's, Maxie's fixer. Yeah. Yeah. Is Robert. Oh, is that who you were talking about? No, Caleb? I was I was talking about Robert. I just confused the okay. names because okay. Caleb's dumb. Caleb doesn't remember. Oh, is Robert the, Caleb the yarn fire magic guy? Yes. Okay. You're correct. Got it. Thank you. Bad guy. So, so Robert. <laughs> um, Do you draw a little flame next to him just so we know who he is? Yeah, okay. I'll draw a little flame right Thank next you. to him. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Maxie's contacts and various other people. And I'm just putting them like in circles or boxes on okay, the so board got- here. You've got Lillian, who's the other out, like the the uh, gutter punk style fixer, Maxie's fixer. Uh, uh, okay, you've you've got a list of assets. Right. We know we want to target upgrade that upgrade lab, and I'm thinking as this I'm writing this on an AR board, like I put the address in, and the board like pops up a little map from the grid of where it is so we can see it. We do need to confirm that that lab is still in existence. Hey, step one. (laughs) Confirm lab. Joan, would you be able to begin starting that check while we work on the rest of the plan? Yes. I believe you have the information that Apex provided. Yes. Okay. So you are able to locate the lab and its location. It is known as Lab 424. It's in what used to be Palo Alto. And it's in a complex of buildings um, in that area. Okay. Um, in can I get access to like a like a power gr- municipal power grid or something to see what's what's pulling power that kind of thing or is it completely self-contained like complex? It would have an it would have an element one twenty one self-contained system. Okay, so that wouldn't help us at all. Um, what about uh, satellite? For actually, I'll just task uh, the satellite. We've been kind of piggybacking. On. Yeah. To pass over that and get us a couple, like a couple hours worth of footage, see if people are still going in and out of that building. Uh, okay. It's not hard to find. I mean, it looks very active because the stuff that you see so far, this cars in the parking lot. It is a complex of seven buildings. Um, again, located near the old Palo Alto area of Silicon City. Um, mm-hmm. It actually looks from the outside. No major gates, no major walls, anything like that. Um, it's definitely very highly populated. Okay. So they're doing security through. I'm sorry, say that one more time. They're doing security through obscurity more than anything else. Yes. Uh, they're all pretty squat buildings. Uh, the tallest ones are about three stories. Okay. It's, again, it's got a very campusy feel. Lots of grass, lots of trees. Um, you could definitely, uh, as you're looking at that, give me 
This is something Chone would probably be familiar with. Does Chone have either Underworld yeah. or any espionage skills? I have a lot of espionage skills. What do you have? Uh, surveillance, Intelanalysis, and Counterintelligence. Give me a Counterintelligence check. Okay. Can I use my tech hat on this one? No. Okay. That die is going... You know, that die is retired. Um, <laughs> you can also give me an intel analysis check. That would work, too. Counterintelligence would be a little better, but intel analysis would work, too. Uh, they're the same score, so that would be a 13. Okay. Uh, you definitely get a lot of elements of what's called SEPTEC, and that's crime prevention through environmental design. They use the trees and the bushes and things like that to create... Uh, basically no man's lands so it creates natural barriers then they'll create a natural no man's land with like grass that's going to be hard to cross without being seen okay and then there are also good sight lines for everything bingo okay so whoever designed it definitely used the natural environment and landscaping to make it look very soft and nice and kind <laughs> but it's definitely designed in a way where uh, infiltrating is made to be difficult without okay. it looking like a bunker. All right, I'll toss that information up and like some imagery and like the kind of the the breakdown of the set, you know, the the layout and the design up on the AR wall nearest Maxi to kind of go. You over. might put that in your notes folder. So again, it's seven buildings. There's a cluster of four with a centralized parking lot, and then three more, another parking lot that's near the, the Northwest two, and then a single building. And it's situated in almost a horseshoe shaped like road system there. Uh, okay. It's about, let's do a distance check. Nine. No, come on. Come on, computer. It's about, a mile, maybe, from the coastline okay. on the lower bay. Not quite a mile. What does the uh, the average per like? You said there's there's a good amount of traffic and f what are people dressed like? Is it like a corp looking? Yeah, uh, it's, it it's very looking? very corp. This is all heavy heavy corp territory. A lot of okay. technical companies, um, stuff like that. Okay. Just trying to put information down if we want to try and infiltrate it in some way. Yep. Once the lab blueprint is up on the AR wall, uh, Maxi will look at it briefly and then Apex, are you familiar with the layout of this environment, this lab? Would I know that information? No. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Understood. So we would need yeah. someone either on site to confirm locations or purchase information from a third party. Zed, give me a intelligence check. Hold on. So into this role play, I forgot we had dice in them. <laughs> right? <laughs> my my dice keep looking at me like, oh, you I haven't rolled a thing. <laughs> For all of our listeners and viewers, this is the fun of playing like a modern game, which you can do a whole bunch of roleplay without dice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, first roll of the night, natural 20. Okay. Here's where all my karma went. Sorry. It, it occurs to Zed immediately that you are missing one large piece of your plan. 
you know the target, you know why, you got a general idea of what assets you're gonna use, but you're not really actually sure what you're gonna do. Zed's like, are we destroying this place? Are we robbing them? Like, what are we doing here? Like, Zed's like, wait a minute, <laughs> we forgot which, a part. Which is actually what Caleb <laughs> the player was about to bring oh, up. Okay. So, <laughs> great great flow through here. Good segue. Nice, nice. Yeah. I prefer a Razor Scooter. So, uh, we're putting all this together. Zed's kind of watching these pieces of data come together. So ultimately our goal here is we need to do something that is big enough to make an impact that would catch Red Cap's interest slash prove the worth of, let's say, Robert. Whatever asset we are using as ours that we are trying to put into Red Cap's hand to then come and capture us. So we should not obviously be a part of this because it Correct. needs to look like something that Robert did on his own. Right. Okay. If, if this is the plan we are doing. Yeah. But I would add that whatever caper, whatever action Robert's group takes will have to be equal to or in some ways better than an action that we would take. He needs to be convinced that they are of the caliber to count to be able to capture us. Ah, I see what you're saying. I think we can also spin through some creative information engineering that Robert was responsible for the two hits at the party. While I think that is a worthwhile endeavor, I also feel like it is something that Redcap would be able to easily disprove. I hate to say it, but what if we spread the truth that we killed Robert's sister? So Redcap would think that Robert has a reason to go after us and also the ability with this uh, lab plan. But that ties us to a dead body. We left the we left her body at the site, didn't we? We did. So. Yeah. Yes. So that ties us to a dead body. So it, it that ties us to the murders, which we currently have gotten away comp- mostly clean. I don't know if Redcap cares about that though, because Redcap's after us no matter what, right? I believe Chone is stating that there's a concern that our group Omni would be tied to the murders as mm. we are acting agents for Omni. So we'd have to which leak would the, area, Which no. would make things more difficult for our employer in trying to raise their profile in this area. Am I incorrect, Chone? No, you've got it. It'll also cause problems with us working new employer for our employer. Yeah. Is there a way to leak um, it out so that Redcap's the only one who finds that? Possibly. But if Redcap uses that information to attack us and Omni, that puts us in a poor position. We Omni need to find knows out what- we took out the two people, though. Yes, but the world at large doesn't know Omni was part of that. 
Red Cap already hates us, right? Wants for us some, dead. Whatever. For some reason. For some reason. We I think we should just turn up the heat on that. Let's find out everything Red Cap's in and burn it to the ground. That is a sound plan. Well, that's a good way to get Red Cap to send somebody after us, but we need him to send Robert specifically after us, right? The whole point is to get Red Cap, correct? Yeah. Maron? Mm-hmm. Zed, what what happens if you have a problem and you send some people after to go correct the problem and those people end up dead? Do you send more people to go get to take care of the problem? Probably better trained people? Usually, yeah. And when they end up dead, do you go take care of the problem yourself? Because you're the only one who can? I see where you're going with this, but I don't Let's assume know. it's a manicure or like a dressing emergency. Maybe perhaps some somebody has bags under their eyes. If the point you're making is that we need to escalate this red cap himself will come after. Red yes. Cap's not a new player. He's not going to make that move lightly. Then we have a lot of work to do. So do just we be have... clear, you're saying that we have a lot of people to kill in order to get Red Cap to come after us? Because that seems... So we've got, no. two, we've got two possibilities here writing on the wall. We've got... Can you please use the AR? We do have a security deposit. <laughs> I'm writing it's, on it's, the AR wall thingy. It's, it's you're using a permanent marker. No, this is. Oh, wait a minute. I did. I put the cap on wrong. I'm sorry. And we're not trying to kill people. We can just take out his businesses, disrupt his in his income. There are so, other things to do other than killing. So we've we might got be talking to the crowd though. Disrupt, red cap to pull him out of hiding against us or get a team to work for red cap to get us and take us to red cap do we just need to get ourselves kidnapped and taken to red cap is that step one of that plan and I mean, then that's kind of the second part of that plan how what's our plan once Red Cap has us for us to turn the tables and have him. According to this, it says profit. (laughs) I think there's a hidden step in there. (laughs) So if we go either either course of action we take here, the IOG is following us. If we if we bring Red Cap out, the IOG is ready to get him. If Redcap mm-hmm. brings us to him, the IOG is following us to that location. Maybe what we could also do to help us figure out which part of this plan, or maybe we do both plans, I don't know. We could see what's out there on the street. Um, we know that Redcap hires local. Robert is a local freelance Said, maybe he knows some things for message board. I could call him. Get some intel from the street that might help us build this plan out a little bit. I mean, that sounds fair if we're going to be using Robert for the plan anyway. 
if he's a part of developing it. So let me give him a call, uh, meet him for a coffee, try to get some information or just talk to him. I mean, I don't know how busy he is. He might be, I don't know, whatever he does. We'll go from there. Sounds like this a good step one. Sounds like a wonderful step one. However, if I may, and I do not wish to beat a dead wine. This tension, Chone, between yourself and Apex, and Apex between yourself and Chone, needs to be addressed before we proceed along the rest of this plan. However way in which you choose to address that is up to you, but having the two of you at odds does not improve our chances of success. We're not at odds. Oh, you're at odds. We're at nothing. And... I believe that uh, speaks directly to my point. Yeah. If you want to be part of this, I will treat you as a team member. Except you're not. So what am I? What am I not doing? I'm involving you in the conversation. Should I be getting you drinks? I didn't really think that was my position. No, but you're like moody and antagonistic, like. We, we can't work as a team, which is how we work best, if you don't even want to talk to me. Talking to you right now. If I might interject. Please. Oh, go right ahead. Take a few more whacks to that equine. Oof. I believe we all understand that you do not have to be friends to work together without strife. There you go. Without if strife. the friendship is important to either of you, then it is yours <laughs> to work on. However, in regards to this plan, regards to our objective, we simply need you to work together in a civil manner. Have I done anything since we started working on this plan that was uncivil to Apex? Yes. I am simply making a point. I completely agree. I, I am not pointing fingers and I am not placing blame. It is, it is ah. something it is something you're, you're that right. Apex has been sort of bitchy towards me, but I've been ignoring it. I believe my advice is no further has no further use. I will cease mentioning this. This is between two grown adults. I'm going to go text Robert. I'll be back. I have weapons what? to clean. Uh, what do you text him, Zed? Got a line on a job but I need some intel. Where and when can you talk? He says, what's the pay? Revenge plus a lot of souls. Give me a ballpark. Uh, seven figures. How many do you need? depends maybe a dozen he goes people like me question mark yes and that's where we're gonna leave it people like robert everyone thank you for joining us tonight <laughs> wow that one was intense Whoa. holy smokes okay, if you think that take... was bad wait till next week next we're time we're gonna take a, oh, gonna take no. a brief breather, real quick everybody smiling <laughs> 
pisser. Everybody knows. There's lots of talk behind some things. Everybody's fine. It's good. <laughs> we um, all love each other. It's okay. There was a lot of apologizing <laughs> in the background. Right. I love drama. It's okay. Um, Starlet <laughs> Steph. Steph, where can they find you on the internet? Oh gosh, you can find me at Starlet Firefly, and you can find me on the podcast Welcome to St. Paxton, uh, which is at St. Paxton Podcast. Awesome. And Caleb, what about you? I'm online at the Caleb G, and you can find me over on the RPG Academy Twitch channel once in a while. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kaylee, where can they find you? Uh, you can most easily find me at redemptionpodcast.com uh, and every other week on the show, Redemption Podcast. Also, the new domain, I'm really not mad at stuff. We're just playing.com. <laughs> <laughs> I support we'll that. We'll see that one tomorrow. <laughs> Doubling down on that kayfabe. And, and Maxie, our resident friend therapist. Where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find me on most social medias at LoserMLW. You can also find me on the Redemption Podcast along with Kaylee. Uh, and you can find me on Tuesday nights on the Gamers Table channel on Twitch playing a game called Conan, which is uh, called Eulogy of the Conan system. Which is an anthology anthology series. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> Good. I'm I'm try that again. Words. Are, you, are you sure you're allowed to give promos for this game? Can we can we fix that in post? Can we fix that in post? Sean, can we fix that in post? There is no post. <laughs> we do post. It's fine. There is no post. Only Zool. Okay. If you can replace uh, me with the world's uh, the world's most interesting man, that'd be great. That would be super. <laughs> okay, for all of our viewers, if you want to know more background about some of the organizations and stuff like there, you can grab this book right here. It's on our website. It's also on Amazon.com in Kindle format. I think it's $1.99. And I think it's like six bucks so for back. I've got like eight of these left. So uh, you can grab those on our website. Playidentico.com. That's I-D-E-N-T-E-C-O.com. You can also grab this fun, happy book there. And we've got all <laughs> kinds of cool merch there. So everybody go check that out. Thank you for joining us. We're back Wednesday for another episode of Angel City Stories, and we will be back with another episode of Chaos Inc., I believe, on the 27th. And so until then, everybody have a great day. Get vaccinated if you can. Wear your mask, drink water, and be good to each other. Have a great night. <laughs> Bye. <Good> night. <laughs>